Zenicon has clinched their spot in the NCAA tournament. What a moment for the goals. Home opener starts off with a bang. In Endicott history, the goals have won the CCC title. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Ultimate Goal podcast, episode number eight. I am one of your hosts, Evan Alfano, along with Cody Shalafu and Jay Bray. And we are joined today by a couple of national champions, something not many people at Endicott can say. National champions, the dance team, Alexa and Jenna Brown. Thank you both for joining us today. Of course. Thanks thank you for, for having, having us. us. So we're going to jump into the interview section. Where we're going to grill you with some tough questions. Like I warned you, this is not easy. So we're going to start with, we're going to talk about last season. Obviously, that was a huge year for you both. And then we'll talk a bit at the end about this season, which is obviously very different than past seasons. So to start, um, obviously, national champions last year. But what were your expectations entering last year? Um, what did you think you guys could achieve as a team? At the – wait, be- last year before we competed or after we competed? Before. Like so, like, season. you show up to school in September, you guys start practicing. I know you do, like, game day um, stuff in the fall. So, like, what were your expectations? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, throughout – I know you do regionals. So, yeah, talk about that. Right. So, beginning the season, the last season – we had pretty high expectations. Um, the year prior, we had kind of stepped up a lot at nationals. We moved from, I think it was 13th place to fourth place, which was a humongous jump. So we kind of had high expectations for the upcoming year. Um, our team didn't really change. We had a lot of the same members. We only had two incoming freshmen. So it was a team that we had already competed with, basically. So we kind of knew that we had to step up the game. So we really made our routines more difficult and we were just pushing harder skills all last season. And then to get to nationals, do you have to qualify or is something you just kind of put your name in and you go? So it's kind of um, like a bunch of different schools go. We do compete Mm. at regional competitions as well. Um, But it's kind of funny how it's laid out. You know, we have one regional competition usually before nationals just to kind of get our routines out there and get all the kinks out is what our coach likes to say. And that way we have some comments that we can use to improve ourselves before we get on to the national stage. But then we also have a regional competition after nationals. So it's kind of just like, you know, whatever level your team is at, if you want to only compete regionally, you can do that. But if you want to go ahead and go to nationals as well, I think you can do that as well. I don't think there's necessarily a you know, a qualification from a regional competition that you need. And then obviously, well, obviously, some people might not know this, but Nationals is in January. So Endicott has a break, so students go back home in December. Um, You guys come back in January to kind of get ready before you go uh, to Nationals. What is that like, coming back to campus? You don't have classes, obviously. It's really just dance, dance, dance. Right. So um, we, what we like to call it is hell week because it is truly hell. (laughs) Um, So what we do, we basically right as soon as um, New Year's is over, we start sending in videos to our coaches from home of us doing the routines full out every single day. And then we come back around uh, usually like January 7th or so. And from that day forward until nationals, we practice 12 hours a day constantly. We just go through each routine and we 
break it down like eight count by eight count and we will literally work on one tiny section for like an hour and it's just so tedious and we just work on it constantly and then we have you know competitions in between last season we even performed the competition routines at some basketball games because they were having them so you know we were just practicing with audiences and stuff but we basically just go like hardcore every day until we that's the only thing on our brains yeah (laughs) (laughs) so by spending that much time together either like with the other dancers and in your coaches I feel like sometimes it can get like a little overwhelming or even like frustrating so do you guys ever like come into conflicts where you get like kind of like frustrated with each other and how do you guys deal with that sure so like what we always like to say is you want to be able to trust everybody on your team and know that they are doing their absolute best and doing their job, you know, at all times. So yes, you know, there's always times that, you know, it can get a little, you know, somebody could get really frustrated with themselves, but um, you know, it's important to make sure everybody's doing okay physically and mentally. So we always check on Mm -hmm. each other. And I think we're just so close as a team. Like we had a very, good bond last year and last season and there really was no drama or no like you know frustrations amongst each other it was always with ourselves and we just wanted to be our best self and we all had the trust you know we knew that we were all going to perform to our best even if somebody was having like an off day we were always there to pick each other up and I think spending so much time with each other and going through those more difficult and like strenuous times together you really like I don't know you're just all there for each other and it's really great so we had a really good one last season and I think that's one of the reasons why we were so successful and you guys were you guys ended up making it uh, nationals winning so obviously you guys are pretty how was that experience you know obviously you said that hell week you're you know every single detail is hammered in for 12 hours a day I geez man that's a lot of stuff (laughs) and so like obviously it paid off how was that experience so that we say it all the time that weekend was like the best weekend of our lives it was completely like emotionally physically it was draining it was just crazy it was completely unexpected we had actually um competed at a regional competition a week prior and we lost everything we lost every single category we were in and we were like how are we like we can't do nationals like this we actually changed our jazz routine we changed half of the routine four days before we went to nationals completely wow. and we just because it didn't work the, co- the, um, the judges didn't like it and so we're like well we have to change it so our coach the next day came in with a whole new routine and we learned it and we brought it to nationals and it was just you know we semifinals happens first and you always find out what place you're in after semifinals and they take the best half and bring them to finals and we competed jazz first, I believe, and we came in second place out of the group we were in, but there was still a whole nother group, so we couldn't really compare yet. But for Palm, which we were really concerned about because we did worse with that one at, um, at regionals, and uh, we actually were in first place after semifinals. And that was just like, we were shocked, absolutely shocked. <laughs> and so then going into finals, there was a lot of pressure knowing that we were already at the top. And then it's harder to stay there because the teams below us are like, well, you know, we got to step it up tomorrow. So it was just, it was a lot. It was, but I mean, in the end, it couldn't have been a better victory for us. It was just unexpected, you know? So it was just a really nice surprise. Wow. Like mentally going through that, like having that week where it's like, oh, darn, like we just kind of blew that. 
that's wild. I can't believe that's that's some wild stuff. I had no idea about that. That's wild. Putting in a whole new game plan four days before. Like, what did you? What was your thought like when coach was like, "All right, we're doing this different." Like, what was that thought process? So I I I like thoroughly remember that bus ride home from that first competition. It was just silent, and we all just felt really defeated. Is what we felt like, and it's hard to you know know that you're going to nationals in a few days when you have just, you know, you just had that not so great day and the judges didn't see what you were hoping that they would see in the routine. So it's like, you know, what are we going to do? Are we capable? So, you know, it was just wild. And then coming in the next day and having her be like, okay, we just need to like redo this and like reblock. It's like, you really just had to, you know, let your mind just go like neutral. You had to trust. You had to trust the process and trust our coach that she knew what she was doing. And I have so much respect for our coach and so much trust in her because of what she has to go through. You know, she was the one that had to make that decision. Should we even change it? Or, you know, should we just keep it as is and just try to make it better, you know, what we already have. So the fact that, you know, she knew that that's what we had to do and she took that chance on us, that also shows, you know, how much trust she had in us as a team. So again, it's just like the whole bond is just, it's something else, but that's what you need in order to be successful. So. Yeah. It makes me want to run through like a brick wall like that. That's like watching like the Patriots, like final run tape. And it's like, Bill Belichick put this game plan in before the, that's, that's insane. Like, and it, it's, it's fun because, you know, when you think of sports and athletics, like obviously dancing in the first inning, like for most people, it's like baseball, basketball, but like that's as much of a sport as anything else. And there's a game plan to it. And there's every, like that, that is wicked wild. I have to say that is a bold strategy. I would ask um, in terms of nationals, you talked about there being semifinals and finals. How long is it like a two day event? Like how long does nationals go on for? So normally it's actually a three-day event. Um, we competed in game day for the first time last year. Um, we've never done that before, so that was a new experience. Um, that's like a competition based on like what a game would be. So they call out like, oh, there's a timeout or, oh, this chant, this chant. So you have to like, you know, do chants and stuff. It's really fun. But that's the first day. So that's normally on a Friday. We do game day. And then on Saturday, that's semifinals. And that is an all-day process. Like I remember last year we got up at like five in the morning, went and competed jazz. And then we had to go back to our hotel rooms because Palm was like hours and hours later. We all took naps and we all got ourselves ready and we had to go back for Palm later that night. And then you figure out results after the fact um, and whether or not you make it to finals. And then finals is on Sunday, which is the final day. And that's like the entire group kind of split in half. So it's not as long, but like with, you know, the results and everything, it ends up taking the whole day as well so but it's like a three-day process I think there were 32 jazz teams total that we were up against and there were 16 palm teams so with jazz for semifinals they split it into group a and group b I don't remember which exact group we were in but they take like half of the 32 in one group and half in the other group and then you kind of see where you rank in that group so they take half of group a half of group b and you move on to finals um, and then with Palm, it's just the 16, whichever half of the 16 gets the highest scores, you move on in that group. So. And then moving on far into the season, you guys also did another 
regional event like in March, right? That like after um, nationals? Yes. So we do regionals. It's like a New England type regionals. Mm -hmm. um, we do it in February, usually late February. And it's teams from Connecticut, uh, Massachusetts. It's mostly Connecticut, Massachusetts. I think there was a New York team there as there, well. Yeah, I think there was New York, but it's mostly like, you know, around this area. Um, and we've actually been uh, 10 consecutive year champions at that regional competition. So it's really nice that we were able to also defend our championship there last season to end it off strong. That's got to be a ton of pressure, though, because obviously you're like nine or 10 time defending champs there, but also you just won nationals. So you kind of, you must have had really all eyes on you as the team that showed up as national champions. Right. Yeah. And it was, it was a lot of pressure also because we always tell ourselves that, you know, we might've won nationals, but it's never a given that we're going to win regionals. You never know what the teams are going to bring. They've already seen our routines at nationals. So they might step up their routines to be like, oh, you know, we've got to, you know, step it up. But um, also, I don't know if you wanted to say. Well, I don't know where you were going. Oh, okay. Because um, when we when we got to regionals last year, um, one of our team, well, we all we had a, quite a few injuries last uh, season. So there was a bunch of girls who actually could not perform at regionals. So we already had to change the routines completely. Um, a lot of spacing was changed. A lot of parts were changed. And then we get to the regional competition, and another one of our team members got the stomach bug as we got there, and she couldn't compete either. So we had like an hour until we performed. We had to, again, change everything. And a lot of spacing changed, a lot of parts changed. I knew I had a few parts that were completely different from what was like embedded in my brain that I've done like a thousand times. And so, you know, it was kind of scary. We were all a little stressed out, but we just, you know, as our coach always said, the motto of last season was perseverance. We just had to, you know, we've already had 10 things thrown at us. What's another? you know, bump in the road. So we kind of just, you know, remained calm and she did her thing. She changed everything and we kind of just trusted each other that we'd remember the changes. We didn't go on autopilot as they call it when you're performing. You kind of like don't focus on what you're doing. You kind of just like go blank. She's like, do not go on autopilot because everything was changed. So that was another stress that was put on us. But um, again, the team is great. We all just, you know, we trusted each other and we were able to pull it off somehow. So. At competitions and stuff, do other teams, like, have other teams come up to you guys and been like, wow, that, that was a really good performance? Like, have they congratulated you guys? Like, what was that aspect of you after you guys either won or didn't do as well as you thought? The dance team world is really great in terms of support, like, especially when we're at regionals since, you know, it we're all local schools. And, you know, going to nationals when we – got that championship. We were the first team ever in New England to ever win a national championship at UDA. So it was kind of like everybody's like, oh, you know, great job representing New England and stuff. So, you know, when we were performing, you could see just all the teams just lined up around the gymnasium because they wanted to watch and they were there to support. And we do the exact same thing, especially we have some, the coach for Harvard is an alumni of ECDT. And so oh, wow. we've been like hand in hand working alongside them as well. And we're always right there in front cheering each other on. So it's just like a really great support group. And even at nationals, you know, some of the higher end teams that we really look up to that are in like, you know, the D1, D1, Ohio State. D1A <laughs> category, Ohio State is one of them. We are like their biggest fans, but we all interact and we all, you know, tell each other good job. It doesn't matter, you know, which category you're in, whether you're in open or some of the higher categories, everybody's just, you know, rooting each other on and making sure that like everybody's just, you know, 
comfortable and you know mm-hmm. there's never any like I don't know there I hardly feel like that like harsh competition aspect because everybody just wants everybody to succeed it's not so much a I'm better than you, you know? <laughs> yeah and uh you know obviously this is a weird year uh almost a year now we've kind of been locked down like what what's the scene like now like what are you guys doing uh, are you doing anything like what's what's the plan from here going forward what have you guys been up to dance wise so up until probably a week ago we haven't really had a season at all um uh, we've been practicing constantly because we weren't sure if we were going to compete, but we wanted to make sure if we were going to, we were going to be ready. So like over break, we had like four weeks in a row, we sent in videos of like 20 different skills every single week to the coaches. And we like uh, helped each other and like commented on each other's videos and kind of like, you know, said what we need to work on. So we've been working this entire time kind of behind the scenes, but um, now we found out that we're actually fortunate enough to be able to compete this season. We're going to do it virtually. So we'll be sending in a video to UDA um, and they'll, you know, judge us that way. But we are going to be able to compete. We're going to have new costumes, palms, like everything. We're only competing palm and game day this year. We're not doing jazz this year, unfortunately, but it's because of lack of time. Um, But yeah, so right now we are actually learning our palm routine this weekend. We have like 18 hours of practice this week. (laughs) It's a lot. Um, but, and then we're learning game day the next weekend. And then we're just going to keep drilling the routine until we actually record ourselves doing the video. But we are working right now. <laughs> Very thankful to be dancing. So. Yeah. And you guys have that three, the the jazz, the game day and the palm. Like what's your favorite to do? Do you guys both like doing the same thing or do you guys have your own little favorite one to do? We really enjoy palm for sure. I there's just like a different level of energy that is needed for that routine, and it just gets you so like hyped and like the adrenaline that you get doing that kind of routine is just unreal. And so we're thankful that we can do palm again this year. And game day is always fun too. And with jazz, you know, there's a certain technical aspect of it, and I love jazz as well. Um, but that's always kind of tricky to get everybody on the same page and looking, you know, as in sync in that one because everybody moves a little differently. You know, somebody might be really fluid, whereas somebody else is more hard hitting. So you got to really make sure the style is clear, whereas Palm, it's very like precise and just placed. So that always, you know, adds a little bit of a, you know, reassurance that we could probably pull that together in the time restraints that we have without being too worried about it. So I'm convinced you probably practice more than most varsity teams. That's what it seems like. I remember I did... In high school, I played football for one whole year, and we had, like, a hell week in the summer, and that was, like, I think five hours a day. I hate it. I'm like, that's too much. And then here are you in 12 hours. Yeah. I mean, we do have, like, you know, lunch breaks and dinner breaks. Hmm. It's, like, an hour a piece or so. But And, I mean, the good thing about hell week is it's not like we're running the routine full out. We hmm. Honestly, we probably run the routine full out maybe twice a day. And the rest is just doing like maybe 30 seconds full out or a minute full out. Um, We usually do it in chunks and um, we do like half the routine full out. And then we kind of, you know, step back, look at what we have to fix in that half. And then we'll clean that first half and then we'll move on to the second half, do the second half full out. And then it's better to do it in pieces because it's less overwhelming than looking at this whole entire routine. It's like, okay, what part, like, it's just better to do it in pieces. So we really don't run it full out for 12 hours that would be probably dying but, uh, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah 
Boys, do you have any more questions? I think, okay. I, I think I'm ready for, for some games. You got any Game games? You got All any right. games? All right. So here is the game we have. We sent you guys some questions earlier, and you both replied. So we have your answers. So how this game works is the, the twin challenge, also known as the teammate challenge, with you guys in different situations. So it could be a little more fun. So we asked you guys seven questions, and you guys gave us back your answers. What we're going to do is we're going to ask those questions again. Jenna is going to try to guess Alexa's answers. And Alexa, Jenna's. So are we ready to go? We're ready. We're ready. All right. Daryl will be the judge. She has all the answers. I have questions here. I'll ask them. And if we ever get to the bonus seventh question, we'll bring in a third party, Evan. He will be the judge on the final <laughs> question. And he will, he will have the fate of the world in his hands. Boy. Perfect. I love that. Seems very fun. Let's go. This seems like a very fun situation to have Evan be in. All right. Let's do it. Are we all ready? Yes. yes. We're ready. Question one. What is your favorite song? So, Alexa, what is Jenna's favorite song? My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. That is correct. A point. Ooh. <laughs> there. Now the opposite. Jenna, what is Alexa's favorite song? Um, hang on. I'm singing it in my head. I can't read the title. <laughs> Um, hang on, hang on. No, I no, I answered for myself. It's you both Celine. send in answers for yourself, and then you have right, to like. Right. She so has no idea what your yeah, answer. Her favorite song. It's Celine Dion as well. I'm thinking, and it's the um, um. Sing it. <laughs> lyrics would count if you had the right yeah, song. If you um, get the lyrics like, good. Like, when the night, when the wind was so cold. Yes, that one. <laughs> that one. That one. <laughs> there we go. It's all coming back. It's all to coming back to me now. That's what it is. Well, hey, both points for you both. So that's 1-1. One, one. <laughs> no, I was trying yeah. to get to the chorus, and I just wasn't getting Big Celine Dion fans. I love it. Canada represent. She's the best. <laughs> Your favorite movie would be what? Alexa, what is Jenna's favorite movie? I didn't think about that, actually. Lexi, form of the question. Yeah, but I thought of, I know my favorite movie. Um, <laughs> did you answer these wrong? Titanic? Yes. There you go. <laughs> now, what is Alexa's favorite movie, Jenna? I also said Titanic. <laughs> they were both right. The Celine Dion theme continues. So there you go. So Celine Dion yeah. dominates our first two. Two points on the board for both of you. You should be proud. Cool. All right, Jenna, you're going to go first here. What is Alexa's favorite ice cream flavor? Cookies and cream, definitely. Correct. <laughs> so now, Alexa, Jenna's favorite ice cream flavor would be what? I'm going to say either coffee or mocha chip. Oh, this is a tough one. So Vienna mocha chunks, we'll give it to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll give it to you. Yeah. A very specific flavor. Yep. So we'll give you, so it's 3-3 three, three right now. Evan, you have this tiebreaker. How scared are you right now? Because I feel I'm like nervous. I'm you're nervous. nervous. I feel like we're going to mess up. <laughs> All right. Here we go. And it, it make, a lot of you guys, uh, these answers are really fun to, to read also. So thank you for participating. If you could travel to one place, it is the last day on earth. You get to go to one place. Go wherever you want. Jenna, where is Alexa going? Disney World. This is correct. A point four three to tie it up. Alexa, where's Jenna going? Disney World. There we go. So yeah. real question. You're both so right. You go separately or do you go together? Together. There we go. Round of applause. We love that. Four to four. We love Everyone pat on the back. We are dominating out here. You guys know each other well. This is surprising. I would never guess. 
never goes. Celebrity crush was the next, was, was uh, number five. Alexa, what is, who is Jenna's celebrity crush? Zac Efron. This is correct. <laughs> now, what did I, who did I just ask? I blanked. Did I, I ask? Was gonna there we go. What, who's Alexa's favorite crush? I also said Zac Efron. <laughs> That's true. All right, so <laughs> another question. Fight to the death to get Zac Efron. Who wins? Uh, <laughs> That's a tough one. We, we both have boyfriends. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Zac Efron doesn't mean anything. Question six. Which one of you takes longer to get ready? Alexa, who gets ready? Who takes longer to get ready? Me. <laughs> By far. And Jenna, did you say Alexa? I did. Oh, there we go. We're six for six right now. <laughs> so I think this is going to be tough. We're getting wrong, I can guarantee <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can split you guys apart. You guys are twins. You guys have been doing all this, but there will be a winner. And Evan Alfano gets the oh, God. <laughs> now, Evan, I one, Evan, there's a personal stake involved here, but we're going to ask you to be bipartisan. We're going to ask you to take all affiliations the with these two lovely athletes and throw it out the window. You are being strictly a judge here. Is it my question now? It is. Here we go. Oh my so the seventh question we asked, and we said, if you could choose a song to describe your sister, what song would we be? Now, Evan, we're going to read you their answers, and you tell us. Thank God. I would not. The song's. Oh, this is going to be obvious. <laughs> we're going to tell you the answers, and you're going to say which sister matches the description the most. This, this will be easy. Okay. okay. So Jenna said Alexa is stressed mm -hmm. out by 21 Pilots. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Alexa said that Jenna is loved by a country boy. By <laughs> now, that is the descriptions that they gave each other. Evan, okay. Who has the more spot-on description? For the win, by the way. We're, we're not doing ties. Okay. This is a big this deal. Is this is a competitive show. So who picked the better song yes. for the other person? So Alexa was described as stressed out by Jenna. And Jenna was described as loved by a country boy. So I mean, they both work pretty well. <laughs> but I would have to go. I'd probably go with Alexis. Pick for Jenna. Yeah. No bias, I swear. <laughs> but it's swing. There's the winner, Alexa. Stand up. Alexa go is Give the winner. Give a bow. Yay. Maybe we should get. Hey, we'll we'll put a good word for Coach. That could be a solo because you won. <laughs> Yeah. You can get a solo next competition. Oh, you <laughs> well, I think that's it. That was fun. I think we all had a good time. Raise your hand if we had a good time. Oh, yeah. Both hands. Oh, look at that. That is more <laughs> handsome people in this. Well, anyway, <laughs> folks, Evan introed us. I'll outro us. Thank you all for – well, first, thank you to Alexa and Jenna for coming on. Thank you so much for having us. We had so much fun. <laughs> yeah, this was awesome. Uh, definitely go support uh, EC. Where can we find the EC dance team? Do you know their social medias? And know? Yes. Endicott dance team, I think, is literally the Instagram. Boom. It's nice and easy right there. Follow them on Instagram. You'll probably keep up with their, with their stuff. And we'll also, you know, drop things in, in the post when we, we send this one out. Um, but thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been the Ultimate Goal, Episode 8, Episode Ocho, The Ocho. Uh, make sure to look at any of the previous uh, podcasts we have. We have a good amount now. We've had, 
at least seven others you can go listen to if you haven't on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Cody Shalafu, Evan Alfano, as always, the Brown Twins. Thank you again. One other round of applause. And our lovely producer, Jayra Bray, who makes the show run. She's the best. She is the star here. (laughs) We talk the most, but she does the most. Thank you all. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank, Thank you, you too. It is over. Not- Basketball shoes come off. Dancing shoes come on. As Emicon has clinched their spot. Now puts it up. And that's a goal! Shoots it up. He got it! Billy Arsenal! He got it!